0: And you're listening to wvlp 103.1 fm and this is porter county buzz uh can't believe another week has gone by and here we are again and i'm one of your co-hosts greg sims and the other voice on on the airwaves is andy bozek uh and it's just the two of us this week so that's okay <laughs> yeah. yeah i think it'll be a great show obviously um you know, at least the cute one made it, so Andy's on air, so we've got that going for us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I think all that fresh air from this weekend has uh, affected your brain cells a little bit, but that's okay. We'll let you uh, We'll let you have it. And and speaking of outside, I imagine you've got a lot of your Christmas lights up so far, huh? Well, I, I don't have a lot up so far, but we accomplished a lot of projects this weekend, uh, we, I actually have a 35-foot, and I call it the mega pole. It goes up in the backyard, and on top of it, it's got red, white, and blue lights. And there's, there's eight channels, so eight different strands up there. Well, I decided to get a little aggressive and thought I could get this out from under my deck alone. And while trying to do so, it was caught in the weeds, and I snapped the sucker in half. Well, so <laughs> this weekend, a good couple hours was spent just fixing what I already had. So. <laughs> wow. So what exactly does this big pole do? It just holds up a bunch of lights high up in the air? Well, pretty much, yes. Uh, and that's a really easy way to put it. But, yeah, the, the point is is to kind, to, kind of um, get the notice from 94, because my house is right on, um, you are, what is it called, Indiana 94, Route 94 there, the highway. Yeah. And, um, and there's trees blocking it. So I, my goal was to get uh, lights up as high as I can. And there's eight strands of different lights on top. Um, like I said, they're a different color—red, white, and blue—and what it allows me to do is bounce, bounce the lights up and down, so it looks like it's moving up and down the pole, or flicker them, or cause them to look like they are uh, shorting out almost. It's just it's, it's pretty much oh. fancy turning the lights on and off. You know, <laughs> that's what the, wow. the computer controllers in the yard do. And I have nine of them in the yard, and there's one that actually controls just that. So as people are driving down 94, they can see your lights and be distracted and uh, <clears throat> cause a potential uh, harm to somebody else? Is that what you're saying? No, that's not the goal. The goal would be to distract them and cause them to come into Burns Harbor. But uh, oh, luckily, luckily okay. nothing like that's <laughs> happened yet. Mr. of great news there. Uh, well, I was out you know, doing some, some campaign stuff, but we uh, we had a nice uh, Unity dinner um Thank you last night, and that was good. Uh, the, the the good, you know, where we do the Unity Cafe on Friday nights, the the soup kitchen there. Uh They yeah. they brought uh, the people that were that helped make dinners throughout this past year. They had a nice little dinner for us, and they had some music uh, from some uh, previous inmates from in South Bend, which sounds kind of interesting. I mean, they were actually really good musicians, so it was nice. To, uh, part was of their rehab stuff. Oh, it was more rock stuff, like uh, they were doing um, the Seven Nation Army by uh, the uh, uh, White Stripes. White Stripes, yes. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that was, they did a great job with it. And then uh, some other music was just an acoustic guitar and very talented people. I was uh, very pleasantly surprised uh, that, that they, they did such a nice job. That would be really cool to see. I've I've never seen anything like that. And actually, I didn't realize that was going on. That that sounds like a really cool event. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, with the other thing too that I wanted to mention, uh, you know, there's there's people in our community that we have no idea that uh, that they're there. And I was out, uh, like I said, I was out campaigning this weekend, and I ran into this one uh, family, and the young kid is 17 years old. He he doesn't he, he's homeschooled now because he's a BMX racer and he just got back from France. Yeah. And I didn't even realize it was a that BMX racing was an Olympic sport. So well, I did not this know that, kid no. yeah, yeah, that surprised me. Uh he is working really hard to to make the Olympic team and he thinks he might fall short this time, but the next one he should make it and and he's looking to go pro. After 18 years of age, he could be on the pro circuit where you're actually making money. Uh, he's sponsored now by, I think one of his bikes is a DK. It's a brand. But they, uh, when he went to France, they funded all of his travel and hotel and food. And I'm like, how is this even a thing? And then you're going, my gosh, you live in Porter County. You live in Valpo, uh, up by Flint Lake area. And oh, wow. it was just neat where you sit back and you go, my God, we got such cool people in our community doing awesome things that nobody really knows about, uh, and and it's just neat to highlight. You know, and just like uh, there was another guy that I met that. Wait, hey, painter. Hey, painter. did you ask? Yeah, Greg, did you ask this guy, this kid, this this young man, how many broken bones he's had through the sport? <laughs> no, it's funny you said that because his mother, uh, before the kid, I didn't know the kid was going to come out and and talk. Uh, before that, I was meet, talking to mom and dad in the driveway and the mother, I, cause I made mention about that. I'm like, does he have any uh, medical insurance? You know, like what if he breaks the bone? And she goes, we don't talk, we don't talk about that because that, you know, as a mother, I, I, cringe. And of course there's the dad going, yeah, there's accidents. And you know, they tangle once in a while and they go flying. But you know, so far, uh, the kid is just other than minor injuries. Uh, the kid's been unscathed, which I thought was pretty cool. But yeah, yeah it's, uh, good. and then of course, then the kid, the, the young man comes out and, and he shows me a video of one of his races from France and I'm watching, I'm like, okay, this is really neat. And uh, so it's kind of cool and exciting. And he was excited to talk about it, you know, cause really he doesn't get out that much other than his racing and stuff and, or the, the people that he's already around already know all that stuff, let alone yeah, somebody who yeah. was just you know, walking up in a neighborhood, but uh, it was neat, and then the other crazy one that uh, that I, I came across was a guy, he's a, he's a house painter, and he had some issues uh, with some neighbors, and here's the thing, too, that, that I, I want to make sure that the, the listeners understand, is depending on where you are in a county, depends on what kind of services, especially police, that you need, like, here's an example, he goes, hey, while you're here, he goes, one of my neighbor's plays loud music until two and three o'clock in the morning and it keeps us up. And I go, Well, did you call the the local the, the police department? And he goes, Yeah, they won't do anything. And I go, Well, why why? They go, I don't know, they just said it's not their problem. And I go, Well who did you call? And he goes, uh, well the city city of Valpo and I go, but you live in, in the unincorporated Porter County part. And he goes, Well no one ever told us that and I go well, who does your garbage, is it garbage picked up by the city of Valparaiso or by, you know, some and they go, no, we have some other company. I go, well, that's the first clue is that, you know, if, if the city of Valparaiso doesn't pick up your garbage, then you don't have city services. You live in the county. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting how they just didn't understand that because they, they had mentioned that they weren't told and it's possible, but, uh, I said, no, you got to call the sheriff's department and then they will come out and help you. And he was really intrigued by that, but some people don't understand, you know, when you call and you have some need, you're calling the right people. Well, but I think you bring up a great point there, and and, and that leads me to kind of, uh, what happened at our friends' council meeting, uh, we had a gentleman came up to us, and he had some valid disputes, complaints, some issues going on in the city of Valpo with housing. And he's very passionate. Uh, you, I, I'm sure you know which gentleman I'm talking to. The, the gentleman at the end yeah. of our meeting. But a lot of the stuff he's talking about is city of Alpa. It's it's directly related to the city of Alpa. has nothing to do with the county council. Um, first of all, the county council is a financial arm, as we've talked about plenty of times. But also, right, we can't overrule. It's not because it, 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 it's the county is quote unquote above the city because in the taxing, you know, it's, it's a step up. It doesn't mean you, you can make rules or laws that override the city law. And if, if someone has a problem in the city of Chesterton uh, or the, the town of Chesterton, um, you know, they might be able to come to us and we can offer some assistance or, or tell them where to go get some answers. But it's not like we can overrule the city of Chesterton and say, Oh, they're wrong. We need to do it this way. You know, the laws and ordinances are written by those cities and towns, and a lot of times, you know, we might not always agree with them, but there's nothing we can do. So, yeah, I think think, uh, what you're saying is 100% right. You know, knowing where to go to get your answers, but also that the people answering the phone, you know, I'm assuming that when the golfo police department got this call from the sky saying, hey, this isn't in our district, they told them it's the sheriff. They may not have, and if that's the case, it's it's it really is imperative for public servants to help get the the message out and get people in the proper locations to so where they can get their problems solved or at least an answer to their problem. Right, and I mean we do you know I do know from the conversation is he did not call nine one one. He just called their non uh, non emergency number because it wasn't you know he didn't want to bring out people guns blazing you know when it was really it was an annoyance, but it wasn't an emergency, you know, life Mm -hmm. was not being threatened or anything. So, but, uh, but yeah, so I, yeah, I didn't ask him that, but you're exactly right. And, and, you know, it's not fair for us to assume, you know, whoever answered that phone call was not doing their job or nothing, but it's just interesting that, uh, as people become more aware of our services throughout the County that they know again, exactly who they're, who they need to call to get the help they need so that, they can get their problem resolved as fast as possible. Yeah, so,
1: but well, it was uh, it, did
0: a it good it, job educating the public as far as our show. Just, for example, weeks mm-hmm. and measures that guy was on the show. I learned a lot of responsibilities yeah. I had no idea. They're responsible for making sure the signs, the pump price side price That was new to me. So I yeah, I think we're it's important to listen to our show to get that get that knowledge out too. Absolutely. Yeah, no, there's no doubt, and and it's funny you said about weights and measures, because in a lot of ways, that's my go-to when I talk to people about, you know, hey, what do you guys talk about on your show? And I go, well, we bring people from Porter County, and that being said, you know, if there's any listeners out there that, and I know you said this before, Andy, uh, if there's someone that that people want to hear from, or they think it'd be a good topic for the show, then let us know at uh, pcbuzz103 at yahoo.com, and we'll be happy to... uh, to get these people on and, and get some cool things mentioned. And, uh, and by oh, the way, you're listening. To, to, we, yeah. Yeah. We'll do our best to get them on. Some people don't want to come on. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Not you're right. They don't want to be on our show. They just, they're not public speakers or don't like talking in the public. eye. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Right. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no problem. And, uh, yeah, it's just cool stuff that, uh, that we're able to do these kind of things. And then, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, the other thing, too, is the um, what else are we? Oh, we're sponsored by the Independent Order of Odd Fellows and uh, Checkwick Lodge number 56 in good old Valpo. And anyone wants to see more information for that? They've got a website that they'll be, you know, revealing a lot of stuff about them, and that's cool. And so it's neat that we've got a lot of community stuff going on, but yeah. Yeah, what do you got? Of course, we've a bunch more. Yeah. What are they called? The Frisbees. Are you guys still going to be doing Frisbees with anything Christmas? Or oh, they... yeah. Oh, well, it's for for anybody. I mean, it, and it's any time of year. So, you know, we handed them out at Halloween downtown Valpo because that's, it was easy to do. And a lot of people didn't like the, uh, well, not that they didn't like candy. Of course, that's wrong. They do like candy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, some people were really appreciative that uh, we didn't hand out uh candy it was something different and they were flying around and stuff and yeah that was kinda neat. Well and uh, I'll bring but, up uh, that you brought him to our council meeting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which meant yeah. yeah and somebody threw him in the chamber. Out. Yeah. I <laughs> but I got a chance when uh because I gave one there was a young kid there with his mom that evening and I gave it the young kid one and later that evening I got Oh really? Yeah, suppose that next oh. time I see you, I your your kids will be getting slime. I can't get my kids to stop getting slime, which is slime. That was That's pretty funny. And this person knows yeah me I hate slime. My kids are not allowed to have slime, so that was her threat. Back was to give give my kids slime. <laughs> You're an anti-slime household. Have you had slime in your household? I mean, I, I don't. I think that's a newer thing. I don't think the kids. Uh, uh i don't know you know what i i honestly don't know the answer to that uh you know my kids are you know my youngest one is 20 he will be 29 this next week so i have no idea i have no recollection of him slime because that would have been a long time ago and unfortunately as i get old my memory isn't as clear as it used to be Well, let me explain slime to you and I'll just say it this way. If if you had slime when you were younger, you would remember it and you would speak out against it right now. (laughs) It's just it's like a play doh type stuff for kids, but it's homemade or they actually sell it too. But um yeah, it just gets everywhere. And then once it gets in the carpet and wherever else it gets into, fabric, it dries and it's a pain, it's just it's it's the scourge of the scourge of the earth. How do they say that? How do you guys say that? <laughs> <laughs> it's the that worst. Bad, huh? That bad, huh? Well Are you sure you're just not getting too old? Oh yeah. Just, you know, it's, it's it's like rock music. If it's too loud, you're too old. So I'm thinking <laughs> maybe you're too old. <laughs> yeah, probably ten years ago Andy would have loved the slime. <laughs> Isn't that like uh, you can have like uh, can't you make that stuff too, so you it could be a nice experiment for uh, education. I don't know exactly what goes into it, but I know when you make it at home, there, it, you, first of all, you use a ton of Elmer's glue, and I forget what else you mix oh. into it, but it's something else that people always mix into it, which makes it even worse, glitter. Why do I want glitter all over my house now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's interesting. Whatever. Well, I, think, uh, I think i think I got to bring you some slime so you can experience and now. <laughs> I'll, see you, I'll see you in a week and you'll have glitter all over your face
1: i can't get it out
0: Andy. yeah 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 no i think I, I, no. I i'll i'll no i'll be good i'll take a pass <laughs> maybe some of our <laughs> listeners if any of our listeners want you to make them slime, they can uh they can send us a note at uh, pcbuzz103 at com, and uh yeah <laughs> there you go that hey, that may be if one of our enough requests yeah. we'll do a uh, uh what is it one of those how-to things? You know, like we'll put on a, we'll actually have an event, and it'll be sponsored by the <laughs> WVLP, Greg and Andy, uh, Porter County Buzz Show. <laughs> hey, we can we can probably do something like that. Maybe we should do that, sponsor something like that. It'd be kind of fun. Uh, it really yeah. would, and, and then you know, I think people are are listening more. See, people, uh, I think the problem that we've had is that not a lot of people know about the show. But once they hear about it and the ease of listening to it. I feel like we, we mm-hmm. at least to me, a lot more people have been saying, "Oh, I caught this show. I heard this on there," you know, and that's great. Oh, absolutely. And then now too, uh, you're going to move it in a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I got the first one up last week, and I, I got a I, so, I, and I didn't tell you this. I got an email this past weekend while I was in Illinois. Um, we have actually been put on the Amazon server for our podcast as well. So we're, we're actually in the big boy land now. Okay, so how do people get the podcast that, that are curious about that? Well, I'm supposed to be the tech guy, and I'll tell you, that I am not 100% sure yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I know, so I don't know, like, I, I don't know if our name has been propagated in their system. Like, if you could just go there right now and search... Um, Porter County Buzz, Andy Bozak, Greg Sims, or Greg Sims, Andy Bozak, how if it's listed. I, I think you could go to Amazon Podcasts and just search that, and you'll find us. That's how it's supposed to work. I just don't know if it's ready yet. So, oh, okay. So uh, right now, if you wanted to hear the one that's up, you could go to our, our Facebook, which is com slash Porter County Buzz, I believe. Um, okay. And okay. from there, th- then you could see the link, and then it'll show you the other shows. Um, that's, that's going to be my project tonight. I try to get this on Apple because uh, that's a big podcast or whatever they call those shows. Um, yeah. And it said we got on there, but I haven't been able to find this yet. So I'm still <laughs> new. You know? When we were talking about podcasts, you and me last time, I learned, I knew some, but I learned some, but, um, some of it, I just asked my dad who is like the most anti, not, not anti-tech guy, but he's not on the verge of, you know, cutting edge tech, but man, he, he knows his podcast and how to get to them. So I've been kind of testing with him and I think I'll call him after our show tonight. Like, hey, see if you can find my podcast or our podcast. I wow. Say. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Cause I'm sure the, yeah, the moment we get all that straightened out, the listeners will have another opportunity to, to enjoy the show. That's cool. And what's nice about that is just in case somebody doesn't know what a podcast is. And I'm not going to give the technical term. I'm going to give you my understanding of it. But it's kind of like a, a virtual radio show that you can listen to anytime. So when we release a podcast, if you have um, one of these apps that you listen to podcasts in, um, it'll alert you. I, I use one that's called Cast, C-A-S-T, Box. Um, and I've just again, I'm I'm new to podcasts. I'm just learning it. But from there, you can actually play the show on, at your leisure. And then also, uh, pause it, rewind it. Uh, what's, what the crappy part is, is the way we've got it set up now, is if you go to Facebook and you watch our quote-unquote video, it's not really a video, it is a video, but it's really just our show. Uh, but you have mm-hmm. to keep that sh- that video screen open the whole time. So if you're walking around and your phone goes into sleep mode, well, the Facebook video will stop because it thinks you're walked away. Uh, that will not happen with our podcast. You know, they can walk around and keep their... Bluetooth in the ear or over their radio station. So actually, I was just looking up to see if ours was on this cast box yet. I don't see our show. But just so you know, Greg, the Poco Museum has a podcast. Yeah. And I didn't oh, know okay. that. So that'll be something cool to check out. Wow. Okay, yeah. I mean, with all this new technology, why not? And uh, make it easy for people right. to uh, to catch us, and, and especially those that are outside the 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 Valpo area, you know, that kind of a thing. So that sounds good. Well, yeah. Cool. And I don't know if you saw this last weekend. Um, so we have a local radio station in town. It's it's at the high school. It's WDSO. I think it's 88.3, okay. if I remember correctly. Uh, but their radio broadcast antenna was on top of the old high school, the Chesterton Middle School. And since they're getting ready, ready to, I don't want to say demolish that school, but take down parts of that school, you know, the, the kids will not be going to school in that building anymore. They're going to be moving to other buildings. So if they move that tower, and uh, it's actually, I think they moved it out somewhere on 20, if I remember correctly, but it's way high up there. So their broadcast hopefully will be a larger audience now, too. I just thought that was interesting, you know, that they were actually taking a radio antenna from the top of the school and moving it to a new location. I would like to see that. Oh, that's interesting. No, that's cool. That's a... Uh... Well, so, so these young kids, do they uh, how, how do they get to, is it a class that does the radio show? Yeah. So they actually, I went to the old high school and I was the first graduating class of the new high school. So I had three at the old, one at the new. They had a, uh, the broadcasting from the old high school for many, many years. And um, when they moved to the new high school, I guess they ran a line, a fiber optic line underground to connect to the old antenna. But yeah, if you walk in there, they've got a real nice... Um, And actually the guy, what's his name? Matt Waters runs the radio station now. He's a guy that graduated with me and he was big into radio back when I was in high school. Um, He took it over. He's got a classroom right there. And then off of that, he's got about, I want to say three or four recording studios. Um, And they're pretty much on, they're not on 24-7, but I think they're on most of the day into the late evening hours. And then a kid will, you know, um during during one of the classes you'll you'll have it uh, your show, and you'll play your show. And back when I was in it, they actually had a bunch of CDs. Now I'm sure it's all digital. But they interview no. um, candidates too. so they, they like, oh. I know they just recently had yeah. on all the school board members. I had been on there in the past a few times. um so it's it's a, it's a really great, great organization. It's run by kids. you know I mean it's run by yeah. adults, but it's', it's, it's the young the youth. they're learning how to do this, how to interact with people, yeah. how to interview people. You know? Yeah. That's just to people can be hard. So yeah, it really is. It really is cool. It's a great point. Well, the like they actually for... do I'm sorry, Dick. No, okay. They do what's called the WDSO Radio Radiothon. Radio It's a fundraiser. And I can't remember for, for sure exactly how many days this is. Now, I wanna say it's like three days where they're on the radio twenty four seven and you've got two disc jockeys or three disc jockeys that they do that. Maybe it's not two days, or maybe it's only two days, not three. But uh, it's a great fundraiser, and it's fun. When you in high school, it's fun to listen to because those are your friends, first of all. And second of all, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, and we're, you just turn it on, and you're, you hear them talk, and these guys are half dead, and you're kind of laughing like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's pretty cool. See, it's nice but, but that these young kids are, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. No, no. Sorry, bro. No. Oh, no, it's okay. Go ahead. It's all right. Well, you're <laughs> you're going to say it's nice about the young kids being... I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. Just them, them doing something cool, a little bit different than than the norm. And uh, who knows? Maybe uh, one of those kids will be the next uh, number one DJ coming out of Chicago or New York or L.A. And, and they started because they were on a cool radio show with their high school. That's so, yeah. all. Yeah. And I know some of these kids have gotten into broadcasting. One of them, um, and he graduated probably five, ten years ago and I'm friends with him on Facebook is now working for ESPN as one of the camera operators, you know, and that's how he got his start was getting involved in broadcasting. And it's, it's really cool. We're very lucky. Absolutely. And a lot of times too, I think the problem is, is I, when I, you're a tad delayed, and when I think that you're done talking, I start to talk, so I'm sorry, man. Oh. <laughs> sorry. Hey, it's a work in progress, no problem. Learning the system. So uh, what I was going to say was, speaking of Chesterton, is the um, cross-country team this weekend actually qualified for state, and it's it's gone a little under the radar, but the Chesterton High School cross-country team will be going to the state competition this week. Uh, I don't know, actually, this uh-huh. week, but soon. How many teams uh, make it to state? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I, there's not, I mean, I haven't seen a lot of information out there. You know, I saw they made it to state because I have a friend, um, whose son's on the team, but I haven't seen a lot of information as far as how many teams go to state, how, how will they be competing? Uh, I was also curious, is it just certain kids that qualified or does the whole team go to state? I'm not sure how it works. Um, but I, I guess I'll be finding out as articles come out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I have no idea myself. I'm not a, I know one of my sons ran cross country in, in middle school, but I know nothing about the high school and all that stuff. So it's, uh, it's kind of neat though, that somebody from our area is representing, you know, us, uh, the, you know, the region downstate. So it doesn't matter what the sport is. That's that's a pretty cool accomplishment. And, uh, they should be proud of themselves. I'm sure they are. You know, they people that run like that, man, that's a lot of hard work. And uh, yeah. you got to give them all yeah. the kudos possible. Yeah, I don't have that in me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks like they uh, are competing, excuse me, at the state championship this coming Saturday. So it says good luck on winning the New Prairie semi-state today. So, yeah, it looks like, I mean, and there's good 12, 13 kids pictured, so. It's pretty great to hear. Yeah, outstanding, absolutely. That's good, yeah. It's, uh, anything, we yeah. Can, anything we can do to be a little bit better than Valpo, I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, it. well, I know our cross-country guys work hard, too, but, uh, yeah, someone's got, I mean, I don't know how, I, I don't even know if it's a situation where, uh, you know, only one of the two can, can make it or can can theoretically both, you know, could a Chesterton and Valpo you know, both have good years and both make it. So uh, that's our ignorance of cross-country. I know, I know. That's my ignorance of running and anything to do with that running. Ability. <laughs> like, i did track and yeah, track. but I wasn't a track guy. I didn't just get some shots, but when you see me, I'm not a big guy, so I wasn't very good at either one of those. <laughs> <laughs> you, mean, you, you weren't a shot putter, or, or if there was a javelin, that's what you would be doing. Oh, if it was a jazz they probably would have kept that away from me. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's always something, you know, it's like it looks fun on TV, but I don't, yeah, maybe it's good that that and even the hammer is not a high school uh, <laughs> track thing. The hammer, yeah. Throwing that big round what. ball around might be a little, yeah, challenging for some places. That thing <laughs> probably weighs more than I weigh. I probably couldn't even pick it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's possible, yeah. But uh, no, that's well. Good luck to the the cross country team, and hopefully they they do well and bring back some hardware to to the region. Yeah, my my buddy's kid is a uh, a junior, and I know they're really excited. And he's he puts a lot of effort. I mean, he, he was a great baseball player. Um, a real well rounded ball player but he decided to concentrate on cross country and it's worked out really well for him. And he loves it. You know, he loves running. I now, don't get that. Yeah. Hey, own. Now if you're thinking about going to college running, I assume, I don't know. I, I would assume he is. Um, he still got another year of school. So I would, uh, you know, I would hope, I would assume he was trying to get a scholarship. He's, he's, he's in the paper all the time. Now it's our local Chesterton Tribune, but uh, his picture's in there more than, more than anyone I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. And, uh, and again, for people to know, you know, you can be a, you don't have to be the most talented person in the world for other sports or whatever, you know, you, you're a good runner and you're, yeah, you put your effort into it and there might be some, uh, opportunities for you to get, uh, discounted education. That'd be really cool. You know? Yeah. Especially nowadays, you can catch a break doing anything. That's important. Right. And, uh. Well, yeah, I think that's really that. cool, and I, I guess I kind of forgot um, how rounded school is. So, I mean, if you're not an athlete, they've got choir, they've got, and, and not just one type of choir, you know, dancing choir and other kinds of choir and musical instruments and different organizations and clubs in the school. It's, I, it's been 20 years since I've been in high school, so now Aiden's getting back in and I'm seeing all these things and I'm like, that's cool, I forgot you could do that, and you know. Hey, maybe you're not the fastest kid, but you're a really good wrestler, or you know. And it doesn't always has to be a sport, you know. has got a great and debate team and, and using your mind, and you know they really do offer a lot of extracurriculars for these kids. And I don't know, is, is Washington like that as well? No, Washington, because the, the problem, not problem, the the unfortunate thing about a, a small school is they only have so much resources. So there's no pool. There's no football oh. team. Um, they they do have cross country, uh, and you know, depending on the year, some some and individual good kids will do well. <laughs> yeah, well, the baseball team won state a couple of years ago, so yeah, the Randy yeah. Roberts has done a done a fine job, uh, you know, building up a a nice nice program there. And and many years ago, uh, they had volleyball that was consistently uh, doing very well in the state, and that's dropped off a little bit since, but. You know, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. But they've got, you know, they've got drama and they've got the choirs, like you know, and the art clubs and stuff like that. So there's some, you know, small schools have have some nice outlets for people. It's just not as uh, well known. Or yeah, I also have to put it. Uh, it'd be cool if they had a radio station. Maybe uh, maybe your uh, your company, your your dispatching company, can uh, can sponsor a, a radio program at another school. You know, with that. That'd be cool. I'll, be cool. I, I'll mention it and I'll, you know, I'll have the principal give you a call and you can work out the details, the financial details. <laughs> if <I'll love> it. <laughs> I like your style. Good. So let me ask you this. So hey. If a kid at Washington wants to play football, do they just end up yeah. trying to transfer into Valpo high school or what, what do they do? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's exactly. Cause it's, it's not like the kid can go to school at Washington and then play football at another school. They've got to be in another school. And, and that has happened in the past where, some kids have transferred out. Well, do you remember uh, a guy named Jeff Smarja? He was uh really? He was a big baseball football player. He was originally from Washington Township, and then uh, went uh, transferred to Valpo, and had all oh, that. Oh, I didn't success know that. And... Yeah, yeah. So yeah. every once in a while, yeah, and uh, it's you know it, it it's just one of those is what it is is uh, you know some small schools and some some people they you know they want that little bit more of a friendly feel for lack of a better word. And, uh, not that you don't have a friendly feel in other big schools, but you know, you're less of a number at a small school and that sometimes can be a detriment because everybody knows everybody and, you know, mm-hmm. you sneeze and somebody knows it, you know, versus in a bigger school, you know, you can have a little bit of anonymity, you know, and, uh, so yeah, I, I, there's pluses and minuses no matter what. I, I don't think one school is definitely better than the other. It's just that, they have just differences in however it fits into somebody. Uh, you know, like a, like at a Washington or small school like that, uh, there's a lot more opportunity for people to let's say play basketball. They very rarely cut mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. you know, they don't have, you know, they don't have 80 kids going out for, you know, what, 14 spots or whatever it is. So uh, same thing with the cross countries and the volleyballs and stuff. It's, it's very rare. I can't even remember it happening where, where somebody was cut, because then if there's enough, then there's a JV program, which is, you know, outstanding and stuff to, to get the kids an opportunity to, uh, to just participate in stuff. That's you know, really so, cool. I hadn't thought about that, you know, the ability to take part in a sport you might not be able to take part of. I guess when I thought of a small school, the biggest negative I thought of was, dang, the dating pool, you know. As a teenager, you, uh, you only got 50 girls in your class. Well, you know, (laughs) well, using Washington as an example, you know, those kids, uh, since they're so close to Valpo, they've got a lot of friends that are, you know, in Valpo and stuff and other community schools too. Don't get me wrong. So they, uh, and some of the, some of the kids, they'd actually prefer to date somebody from outside the school. Because again, being so small, they're constantly seeing the other person, and sometimes it's nice to have a <laughs> a little bit of a break. At least that's yeah, how it's true. explained to me, and I'm like, oh, okay, you know. Because it's what's 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 hard for me, and I don't know if you knew this, but you know, I went to school, a uh, high school in Chicago, and it was an all boys school, so I'm very unfamiliar with uh, the co-eds being in the same class as you. I didn't I didn't really know what it was like until I went to college, oh. and you're sitting there next to a. To a girl, and you know that that perspective is really interesting, uh, you know, because that you know the question gets asked, and you know you, you got the answer, and then you hear someone of a different gender answering that same question in a different way, and you're going, oh, that's interesting. Never thought about it. Well, because we're, you know, it, it just don't think that way. So it was neat, kind of opening up your mind to other perspectives based on on a gender appeal versus that that male, you know, only thing mm-hmm. and. But, you know, and then, too, you know, you have the behaviors, you know, the kids you are going to th- act a little bit differently in, in a high school setting with girls in their room, especially if you're dating one, I would imagine. So uh, that whole thing is just so foreign to me that I just sometimes the kids say something like, oh, pretty cool, or I get it, you know, that kind of a thing. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. But now prom, you know, sometimes prom, they're so small, it's like, holy cow, uh, I remember our prom was, God, we almost hit 1,000, I think it was a 1,000 people in our prom, which wow. is, yeah, the that hard is. part is finding a, yeah, finding a location that can hold that many people. It's insane. It really is. But, uh, see, you know. Yeah. Chesterton, uh, did, did you hear Chesterton had the breathalyzer kids before? The, uh, <laughs> not, not the prom, what was the homecoming that just they had? Aiden's like, Dad, we got to take a breathalyzer beforehand. I was like, really? Wow. And you know, I, 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 I hate to say this on the air, but I, I think I have to. Um, <laughs> I said to him, I was like, wow, what a bunch of rookies. Who drinks before you go in? Like, bring your flask in. <laughs> I did not say Oh, that my, my goodness. I was, I was thinking it. Like, what the hell, rookies? <laughs> wow. Yeah, we, uh, we didn't do that kind of stuff in high school uh, where I was from. But, you know. You uh no honestly we did. didn't either that's why I was kind of surprised they had breathalyzers because there would be a few kids that you know were had a drink or two but that wasn't really I don't remember that being prominent when we were young yeah there the parties after the dances were but not during the dance. yeah that's interesting well you know things change and um I I guess you have to look out just in case you know if if one person if it stops one person from drinking and being a part of it, then I, it, I would think it's worth it. And, and people that have nothing to hide, no big deal. They, you know, blow through it and just go on in and yeah. they have nothing to worry about, you know? So, yeah. So I guess I can, I can see both sides of that uh, equation. And I, you know, I imagine some as people. As parent, probably, I yeah. I thought it was a good, idea, not a good idea, but I didn't think it hurt anything. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that's uh. It's only because yeah, they it's started, always one when of those I things. was in school, they started drug testing, um, for anyone in athletics. You had to take a uh, drug. And if I remember correctly, I tested for tobacco too. I do believe, but I, hmm, I didn't realize you can test for tobacco. Uh, I, yeah. Well that I yeah. know you can because <laughs> yeah, the health insurance has tested me for tobacco before. <laughs> oh, was it like a blood test?
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, they want to make sure okay. you don't have
0: make a in your system for you know you get super oh. rates if you're not a smoker. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, it makes sense. I guess if I'm paying for your health insurance and I want to know what I'm what am I paying for, and if there's going to be a problem down the road, I guess. I guess ask, right. you know I'm not not speak. being I'd a rather smoker. Be I don't know. Yeah. Mhm. So yeah, a, that's uh, that's a blessing. You know, some of us have not had that blessing in our lives. Some of us started smoking. And they were younger, and it's a pain in the ass to quit. Excuse my language. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, get hypnotized. I hear uh, that could work. I just switched to vaping, probably killing myself a different way now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. So I need another co-host. Hey, anyone out there wants to be another co-host? Uh. <laughs> Either someone young or a non-smoker. <laughs> <laughs> we're currently taking applications. Yes. Uh, but going have to be. PC pre- Buzz 103. PC. <laughs> we have to be humorous. <laughs> By the way, we do need to do a station identifier if you want to grab that. Yes, you're listening to WBLP 103.1 FM, uh, Porter County Buzz, and uh, one of your hosts, Greg Sims. Uh, one of the other hosts is Andy Bozak, and uh, we're just just talking about stuff going on in Porter County, and we congratulated the uh, Chesterton cross-country team for making it downstate and, and just some other things as we're as I was walking on the campaign trail and things I ran into and just meet, meet people in our community. So it's all, uh, it's all good stuff. There's a lot of good things going on. I know we just did some cool things as a council and, you know, we, we, we passed some hopefully some impactful raises for these, these employees, mm-hmm. um, during the, the time when inflation's higher than ever and gas prices are, I, I mean, so I, I think, I think we came through a, a real messy budget season, but got through it pretty darn well. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like with anything, you know. There's got to be some give and take, and uh, you know, the the notion was to ask some departments to, if they can to to kind of whittle down some of their wants and or needs, so that we can put more money into the general fund, which in turn would put more money into the the, the raises for the employees and stuff. And I think a lot of the departments uh, they 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 did it. They, they easily cooperated and, uh, we're glad to cooperate knowing that the money is going to go for not only their employees, but for the, the employees across the board. So it was a very nice non-selfish approach to budgets this year. And, uh, it, that was neat to see, you know, that the, the spirit, in the spirit of cooperation, you know, unlike, you know, you turn on the TV and see all these yeah. other groups fighting each other and we're 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 all getting along, and uh, we may not agree on everything, of course, and that's okay. That's part of the process, but but at least we all walk out and we go out to dinner together and so be it, you know, that kind of a thing. So okay. it was, well, it was We can still to... talk, you know. There's, there's times at the meeting it gets tense, and, you know, uh, being another board member or you and another board member may get a little heated. Normally not you. But no, no, me. Um, but after the meeting, you know, it's we always pick up the phone. I mean, there's there's never been a situation where uh, I've left a meeting and oh, I'm not answering because Sims is calling me. And screw that, you know, it's, <laughs> it's always um, yeah, I want to talk and I want to figure out. You know, we disagreed and and hopefully we did it in a respectful manner. I, obviously, it's never me and you disagreeing yet. <laughs> yeah, I'll come a time <laughs> and day. I mean, we voted yeah, differently on certain things, but. You know, it's when it yeah. comes down to it. I, I think everybody up there is is out there for the best interest of the community, and uh, that's what you're, that's what you saw through this budget season. Even that five hour meeting that oh my goodness, I yeah. I'm so glad I wasn't at. I've never been so happy to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, it was a it was a bit of a, a marathon, but we got through it, and and hopefully all the all the people appreciated it. And and you're right about that. Well, you know, I, I've always approached it to, you know, I, I think about the district first. You, you're at large. So, you know, for the people that yeah. are listening, you know, you represent theoretically the whole county. Um, and then we have, you know, four districts and the district I represent is more of the Valpo Valparaiso proper. And uh, so I try and think what is what are the people that live inside of Valpo? You know, what what would they appreciate the vote going? And then how is all Porter County going to benefit or, you know, whatever from it? So that's my perspective. But I had the same perspective when I was in the statehouse. I always thought about, you know, what's what's Porter County or the district? Uh, It was District 10 that I represented back then. Uh, What Mm does District 10, you know, look at it? And then how does it fit the whole state? So it was always like a, I called it 60,006 back then. It was 60,000 people that I represented in the district. And then the six million in the state, so that was quite a few years ago. We got more than six million in our state now, but you know, or like with this, the district, you know, I represent forty-four thousand people in District Three, so that's a lot of people. Or you represent, God, how many is it? 160? 68 or something, sixty-three. Wow. Yeah, that's it's, a lot. Of, it's interesting yeah. you bring that up because, uh, so like, as a council member or any kind of elected official, any, any role, when when it comes down to make a decision, there's so many different things you take into account. You know, you've got everything that's going on with that decision, but you've got your personal mm-hmm. feelings. You've got your personal beliefs. You've got, you know, your family and friends uh, and how it's going to yep. represent to them. You've got, like you said, um, when I was district one, I, I cared about yeah. the Doolin community and, and that's what I'm there to elect elected to fight for. But I also am a county council member and, Need to care about the, care about the whole county. So there's a lot that goes into these decisions, and you know somebody thinks, oh, uh, and I'll say something so stupid out there. Say you're you deciding whether the garbage your garbage or not garbage. You know people think, oh, that's an easy decision. You just make a decision and go. with as, as a proper elected official, you're you're so much, taking into so, much, they're taking into, uh, so many things into account that maybe. Elected to represent, whether it's forty thousand or as you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. It's always uh, well, and and I know some people, you know, they they have a different perspective on that, but I I'm pretty much the same way. It's like, you know, the people elected you to kind of represent them. However, you know, you still do by representing them. You want to hear what they have to say, but you know, if there's 44,000 people and there's only, say, 50 people complaining about something, you kind of wonder sometimes, you know, uh, that's not much, you know, compared to the whole district, that's not much noise, you know, uh, to to let that influence you, you know, or if somebody fills up our chamber uh, and and disagrees with something, that's still only a tiny representation. Plus, you know, that may only be, you know, how many people from that chamber that may be complaining or, or concerned how many of them are actually in your district? You know, there might be five, whereas the others oh, are from other parts that. of the county. Yeah. We saw that with uh, the memorial after house, and some of these people that were either for it or against it don't even live in Porter mm-hmm. County, um, and you know they're yeah. from Lake County or Jasper, and they're, so they obviously are not voting for you, but they they're affected by it. And and I, it, you brought up a good point when you say that the you know only 50 people complained. But on the other side of the coin, and I know you and I have talked about this and you, you know, I don't want to speak to you and so say you agree with me, but um, <laughs> when 50 people come and do speak out, that's 50 people that care passionately about right. that situation. Because most of the time when people see something, they either think it's already decided or their, their voice ain't going to be heard or I'm not taking the time to waste writing a letter because nobody's going to care anyway. And I think that's, that's kind of what you get when you see a, uh, a 50 people standing up. It's more like, okay, these people feel really passionate about it. So that does mean that there are other people in the community that probably feel maybe not as passionate, but you know, pretty strongly against it. And so I'm not just, dis- dis- disagreeing with what you said, but I'm just building off of it. That, yeah. You know, you could look at it this way or you could look at it this way. <laughs> oh, sure. No, you know, and, and like you said, the, the participation too, and, is- you know, when, when we have, you know, an opportunity for a whole bunch of people to vote and, you know, you find that it's only a 13% voter turnout or whatever, you're going, dang, you know, why aren't these other people, you know, are things that good that they don't, they don't care? Or do they think that their voice isn't going to be heard at the ballot box? Or, you know, what? I mean, it's it's just all guessing because we don't know. You can't go up to people and, you know, Hey, uh, we know you didn't vote. Why didn't you vote? You know, why don't, you know, why aren't you concerned about voting, or why don't you find it important? And you know, so it's always kind of interesting to, to you know, you try and figure stuff out, but you can only go so far because you know a lot of these are unanswerable questions. It would just be, well, and, you know, yeah. I don't know. See, now I got a guy that works, and he's worked for me many, many years. He won't vote. He will not vote. And I, I keep asking him, like, why, why, why? I thought he decided that my vote doesn't count, and I'm saying. Dude, you're talking about the national election because you think that we're either a Democrat or Republican area. You know, really, we're purple in Porter County, but yeah, if you think right. that we're Republican and you're going to go out there and vote Democrat, and they're going to do anything because it's going to be, you know, we're a Republican state. Our votes are going to go towards a Republican ticket. Okay, I can understand why you might think that way, but what you're missing out on is the most important government units are your city and state, your, your township boards, your county boards. These are the ones that affect your taxes day to day. I mean, yes, federal support. But even if you think that your vote doesn't matter there, I'll tell you what, and you know this, the votes on the local level, I mean, we've seen races lost by one vote. I lost my yeah. race by, what, 11 or 12 of them. You know, I won my first vote, my first election by five of them. So, I mean, they, wow. they very much do matter. Yeah. Especially local. No, well, and, yeah, well, in the last Washington Township, um, primary for the uh, trustee was one mm-hmm. vote. Was it really? So, wow. yeah, it's kind of crazy, isn't it? So talking about, just, you know, one vote. Yeah. yeah. Think about being that candidate and, you know, you're just thinking, dang it, if I would have knocked one more door or not even, I I lost by one vote. I don't have to get one more vote. I just had to have one of their people not vote. <laughs> and then Correct. Died, you No, know? you're... Yes, you take it. Yeah, absolutely, you're exactly right. So it's a, uh, yeah, it's a curious thing. And, and again, when people say their vote doesn't count, absolutely it does. It really matters. So hopefully, people that are listening to this re- and and they're on the fence about voting or not, it's important. Get out there and vote. And now there's no excuses. We've got four. You know, on election day, we'll have which is November 8th. We'll have 44 locations that anybody in the county can go and vote anywhere from six in the morning until six at night. And then oh, right there's now. early voting going on. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, you know, there's and even absentee. You know, you're still qualified to, to get an absentee ballot now. Just call the uh, go online or, or almost easier way. And, and one where people feel probably feel better is just call the voter registration office. And uh, whoever answers the phone will take your information and gladly have one sent out to you. So it's, it's just that easy. And all that stuff is tracked. So, so, you know, when you call in and you ask for a vote or a mail in ballot for whatever reason, you know, you gotta have your reason. Um, mm-hmm. they, they track when you call, they track when it was sent. They, they have all this information for tracking purposes to make sure that you receive it. So granted, something will come up cause it's the USPS mail service, but it's all trackable and it's all, look, you know, they can look into it. And you, you mentioned early voting. Um, I think you mentioned all these voting sites. I will mention again, I know we changed this last year, you can vote at any of the sites. So if you're driving down to South County and you're voting in district one race, which is up here uh, in, in Doolin, you can vote down there in South County. They'll print your ticket, your ballot, and it'll be all right. And we also have the mobile voting units, uh, voting ban, I should say, that's going around our bus. Um, so you can find yeah. that out on our website now. So really uh, you're right. There is, there, it's so simple to get out there and vote. There's uh, on election day, there'll be trackers of all the, um, Election points of how long people are waiting, so you can see. Hey, Chesterton, people are waiting ten minutes, um, but Burns Harbor, I can walk right in. So if you you know you got a quick quick lunch, you can do it. Um, yeah, it's there's no reason not to vote this day and age, unless you just don't want to. And that's I think where we right. get the low vote turnout. Absolutely. Yeah. So no, I'm with you. That that's the whole thing is just it's. Yeah, just get your butt out there, vote. There's plenty of opportunity, and uh, we've got a lot of you know races that are important going on, so exercise your right as a resident of Florida County and make that vote count. Right, and if it, 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 you have every right to complain or bitch or do whatever you want, but I'll tell you, if you don't vote, you really shouldn't complain <laughs> about anything going on <laughs> in the county or city or anything. That's just my opinion, and that's why we talked about it. That's why I got involved. If you see a problem, if you see something wrong, you should say something. You should try to fix it. You should help your community out. And and maybe right. that's just by voting. Maybe it's just by going out there and making sure your voice is heard that the people that you think will do the job correctly are in office. And that could be Democrat, Libertarian, Republican, you know, Green Party, whatever party you want to be. Uh, it doesn't matter. Right. There's good people on all sides. There's bad people right. on all sides, too, I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, yeah, you, you vote for whoever will represent you if will represent you fairly and, and justly and kind of go from there. And sometimes it might lean, you know, heavy towards a certain party and sometimes not. I mean, it's all, mm-hmm. you never know. But And, and there's plenty of places because some people ask, they go, well, hey, someone's running for a school board. I know nothing about them. Well, look up their name and I'm sure you'll find a Facebook or some other things that come up that, that at least give you some information about that particular person. Uh, and, and, and I know a lot of the newspapers, you know, when, when the election gets closer, they'll have a, you know, two people squaring off answering, you know, same questions. And you can look and see who do you feel has answered the question more to your mm-hmm. opinions and, yeah, and, and go from there. But uh, with this day and age of all our technology, there should be, no reason why why we can't find anyone running for any office and get some kind of an insight to uh, to how they would either continue being in office or or get into office that kind of a thing. So well, so unless good. they put no no effort into it whatsoever, which could be the case. And if if that's the case, what I've told people to do: if you Google somebody and there's nothing out there, call them. You can look up all yeah. these reports, all these committees that are formed are all public information. It's all on our county website. Look it up call the committee. You can see who the treasurer is. Ask them. Hey, if they don't want to put right. the information out, I say bug them at home and ask them. And and you know what, if they don't <laughs> want to answer and give you the information, then either don't vote in that race or vote the opposite way. Right. I mean you gotta make right. your own decision there. But you know, I think it's very yeah. important as candidates to get that information out there. And there there's a lot out there, you're right. But there are some of those smaller positions and I don't mean smaller, but some of those lesser known or talked about positions in the paper, there isn't a lot of info mm-hmm. out there. So call these people. Tell them you want to know. You know, and, right. I know if I got a call, so tell me about you. I'm excited. I'm happy. Dude, you took the time of your day to ask me what I think. Okay, I'll be happy to tell you. Yeah. Yeah, that's well. well that's, that's the We're about five minutes left, just so you know. Oh, my goodness. This, this went quicker than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Yeah. Well, we might, no, we might just, go over. Uh, Hopefully, Greg can cut some for us because that one <laughs> when we had connection problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, this is good. The uh, and and next week, I'm sure we'll have uh, we'll have a guest on, uh, working on someone uh, fun and good, and uh, the community will be more uh, informed than ever before. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. no, right. And we good. Can do that in uh, the studio you know, whatever, mm-hmm. but it allows flexibility because of a guest. So, so our public knows, uh, we, we've have very limited schedules, Greg and I, you know, we're very busy, got a lot going on in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can only record during certain times and I live in Chesterton, so drive to Valpo in the middle of the evening is kind of hard. So that's why we were looking yeah. at different options to allow our guests cause sometimes guests say, well, I, I can't be there at this time. Well, this allows us to say, okay, we'll do it in the evening. Uh, from the comfort of our own homes, you know? Right. Or if right. you're like, Absolutely. like me hiding in the basement away from the kids that are upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you need that me time. That's just how it is. <laughs> and I I look forward to this conversation every week. I'll be honest. it's, it's You know, you, you're a great guy to talk to. You're entertaining. You've got a lot of uh, knowledge and I've learned a lot from this show. You know, I, I hope everybody mm-hmm. listening's learned a lot, but I know I personally have learned a lot. Um about you personally, some things <laughs> I don't want to know, yeah. but i learned it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I right, like the fact that I'm gonna go the uh, hey and, and this is a big shout out too for uh the opera house and the animal shelter. They're having a fundraiser this Saturday at the Porter County Expo Center. It's their Phantoms of the Opera, I think it's called. It's a uh dress up. Um a costume party and oh, uh, is it really, I didn't know it was a dress up one. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Of the opera. I'm right? of, or, or well, it, it I think that's just the, I think it's called phantoms of the opera is their, the name of their, uh, phantoms of the opera house is just the name of the event, but it's oh, okay. uh, Saturday night. Yeah. Beginning at 7 PM at the expo center and you can get advanced tickets online or it's, uh, you can get them uh, uh, at the door, kind of a thing, but it, yeah, I think they're twenty nine dollars is is the price of it. But there's going to be uh, oh, and 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 Elvira look alike. So for those is of you she that real like Elvira, Alvira alive still. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh she's 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 older. She's got to be in her seventies by now. And uh, oh wow, I, I bet she I bet she does not look seventy. She's one of these and more. Her, her vampire blood, <laughs> you know, keeps her young and youthful. But yeah, I, I was told by many people who have seen this Elvira that if you didn't know it was a look-alike, uh, you you could be fooled. So I'm looking forward to some it. Cool. So I'm I'm not going to reveal my costume because if people are listening, you know, it, it's one that you, you you're hope you're all covered up. So unless somebody knows it's me, although if I'm with somebody and you know I'm with that person, you know, they might uh, figure it out. But uh, I'm going to know it's I'm you just compulsive. because you're the only one that's three foot four in the whole thing. Nope. Nope. <laughs> this costume, this costume will not indicate size if that uh, brings any more intrigue to it. Absolutely. Oh, this is it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we got to cool. rock and roll here, Greg. Uh, <laughs> All right. So thank you. Uh, you've thank you've been listening. For- yeah. For- yeah. Go ahead. No problem. And okay. All right. Bye. You got to say we're listening to WVLP. This was Porter County. Buck. Oh, there you go. You didn't say all that. You, uh, I'm oh, one of your hosts, you said Andy Bozak. Yeah. Uh, well, Greg Sims. I my Tim. other co-host is Greg <laughs> Thank yeah. you for the In <laughs> Planet Order of Odd, Fellows. I stole your job here.
1: Oh, no, my goodness. Well, well
0: at least you're good for something. All right, take care. See you next week. <laughs> um, Bye. Bye. Uh,